0: Another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That means we got so much to discuss. We'll get into it for Monty though so that means we got all four hours to get into it. We'll talk about the national title game tonight. Preview that matchup. Also we'll talk about uh, Rodney Terry setting the record straight uh, about exactly how much he's uh, contributed to this current Texas basketball team. Tyrese Hunter, some big news there but also uh, the Caitlin Clark Angel Reese conversation. We'll get it to it uh, right here on Ball Don't Lie, but also uh, Peter King suggesting the Texans may take a, an alternate path with that number 2 overall pick. We'll also talk about how Bijan Robinson has been the favorite to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we'll get into Texas spring football news, notes, and nuggets. We'll get into some of the uh, nuggets from the spring scrimmage they had over the weekend. All of that and more. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but it's out to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. He is the Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? How you doing?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Back at it, man. And it's funny, too, because this narrative about this uh, trash talking. Rod, you was a— uh a high-level football player hey, played in the league. Come on that's what the game is all about. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how especially people that don't watch the sport at all have something to say about it. <laughs> that's the thing that's really irritating <laughs> to me. And then they got to do the – my man, Rob Babers, backpedal. It? You know what I'm saying? They had to do oh, the backpedal. Oh, oh, there oh, was a oh, lot get of on backpedaling get on, get on. on what they were doing. They <laughs> didn't know how to turn them hips, though. They didn't know how to turn them <laughs> hips. But let me talk about my man that sits across from me. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud car-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babers. Uh, I appreciate that intro as always. That's not waste any time. Introducing the
0: real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustle spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid. We do know he's underpaid. He's Patrick Davis. What's going on, Patrick? Hey, man, it's another Monday getting it done. Uh, yeah, national title game tonight. So we'll get into previewing that matchup a little bit later on here uh, in this segment or a little bit later on in the show, depending on how this segment goes. Uh, there's some Rodney Terry audio that we got to get to that's pretty interesting uh, that I thought was pretty cool. We'll get to that. Uh, also, some uh, news with Texas basketball that we'll discuss. Uh, but honestly, uh, with the national title game tonight between the men, uh, the men's national title game tonight, uh, the women's national. Title game and what transpired during that game seems to be the one of the hottest topics of conversation around the country. Now LSU won and it was a pretty, you know, I know say it was a dominant win, uh, but it was a commanding one. All right, one hundred two to eighty five. Hard, but you even one hundred
1: two. Let's not forget that.
0: Yeah, it was, a, it was a big. Yeah. One. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> that they did. They did have a run. I would have a run. They brought it close to a thing like that. I was like, like seven. Uh, yeah, point, they, something they, like they that. ran it down. They were
1: up by 21 at they, one point. Yeah, at one point it was, yeah, it was an
0: old testament style but with it at one point. Uh, but then they, they brought it pretty close. That wasn't the top story. So the top story is, first, first of all, Caitlin Clark is for hours a phenomenal player. Uh, she actually ended up uh, breaking the tournament record for most threes and points scored in the tournament. So she just had an all-time great tournament. And mm-hmm. she's, She became a star. Yep. Basically, yeah, kind of a, a household name among sports fans during the tournament. Uh, but of course, she was on a losing team. A lot of people thought she should have won Most Outstanding Player. She did not. Uh, the young lady that won Most Outstanding Player was Angel Reese mm-hmm. for LSU, and she is uh, she is a she's a freak. Like yeah, she a, a, is an a absolute baller. Yeah, she's yeah. a beast out there, man. She, she is really an is. absolute baller. Yeah, she really. I mean, I watched several highlights of her. I like her style. I think she's great. Thirty four
1: double doubles <laughs> by the way. <laughs> 34. (laughs) Double
0: doubles. And she is, she, and like I said, really, team reflects leadership. She reflects honestly Kim, Kim Moke. personality exactly she's she's that's very braggadocious hate, that's why
1: people hate Kim Mokey yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> that's why people hate Kim she Moke. dresses better than Kim Moke, in oh, my yeah. opinion but, yeah. but <laughs> hey it is what it is right
1: hey, I don't dress myself <laughs> these people they I got a fashion designer they just send me <laughs> stuff
0: and for the record I'm I'm a Kim Moke fan I'll admit that too I'm a Kim Moke fan I like well, I like what she does I like her style but anyway getting back to the the, the topic at hand here so during the game but you know right at Toward the end, when it was already settled, um, Angel Reese (laughs) decided to, by the way, to to taunt Caitlyn Clark with one of her own, what one of her own kind of signature, Mm -hmm. like it was kind of her signature. She did she taunting, that's her signature taunt. I don't know. I want to call it a taunt. I do. I do. I do. It, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, I would say move, but it's not a move in basketball. But yeah, yeah. yeah that's her thing. Like, it's a, it, it's something that's unique to her. She hits a shot, has a great moment. She likes to celebrate. So it's her signature celebration. Okay. Maybe that's a better way to say it for okay. her. All right? Yeah, you right, though. You're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you're just being real and keeping it, yeah, 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 keep it real. I'm trying but to keep it yes. 100. But no, no, yeah. That's, yeah. She taunts her opponents. Well, she makes a big shot. She gets something. She does something really well. She'll taunt her opponents by doing essentially the John Cena... Uh, you Can't Tony See Tony yo. Let's make yeah, sure Tony yo. Yeah, we got audio of that right to get yeah. that get that correct, though. But most people know it from John Cena. They don't correct. Know they, most, most people don't know Tony <laughs> You say, it, Tony Yayo, you got like 2% of people out there right now listening to that not know who Tony know. is. Not many of them do. Uh, not many of them are correct, correct. <laughs> okay, we're in Correct. You and I do. We're in Austin, Texas. <laughs> not many of them. God bless them. We all love them. But not many of them. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll get to that in a second because we got some audio of that. But uh, she did that and also pointed to the Ring Finger uh, uh, to taunt Kaylin Clark also to show that, you know, obviously we're about to win the win the championship, get the, get the rings, and you're not. All right, so uh, with all that being said, now it's become a big topic of conversation because Kaylin Clark, like I said, her signature celebration now used, you know, against her uh, by her opponent in the championship game. Uh, some people are calling this classless. Uh, Keith Oberman pretty much led the charge. Of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Of course,
0: in the Twitterverse (laughs) where he basically uh, captioned a video of her taunting of Angel Reese taunting Caitlin Clark with a what a effing idiot. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was his caption on it. And then there were others who followed but that But what, did, that what did Shaq
1: tell him? Uh, them? <laughs> Shaq told them, shut your ass up. <laughs> don't be hating on her. Uh,
0: yeah. You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't know why Keith Olsen was so passionate about it, but he was. Uh, Dan, Danny Cannell was another guy. He put out their class list. So to me, this is, first of all, I just want to applaud uh, women's basketball right now. Yeah. Hey, ladies. Get that moment, man. I don't think we've ever led off the show talking women's basketball. So, God, this is fantastic. This is great. And it's got all the elements you need. It does. It's got sexism. All right. It's got racism thrown in there. It's too, got every bit. ism you It's would got want. every ism you've thrown in <laughs> yeah, there, too. Yeah. And then you got the gen- – it's a generational thing, too. So ageism. I agree. right? Because there's a generation of people who just hate trash talking at any level or any celebratory stuff during the game at mm-hmm. all. They just hate all that. They don't like it at all. Uh, my hell, my dad's probably in that group. at all. I just don't like any of it. And then some people like us kind of grew up in. I grew up in the prime Dion prime time uh, era. So hell, I was trying to get to a point where I could celebrate. I didn't get many of those occasions, but <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it count. All right, I'm gonna have a good time when oh, I do it. Sure. And so I think there's there's just so many different storylines thrown into it. So it is right now, if not the hottest topic, sports topic in the country. All right, and uh, I just want to congratulate the ladies because I always say that villains create conflict and conflict creates storylines. You got a ton of conflict here. Both of these ladies as, are seen as villains, depending on what side of the argument you're on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's just great. And it looks, I think I look at sports as entertainment. Some people are taking this way too seriously, by the way. Agreed. Some, some, Agreed. Identity politics into the matter and all that kind of stuff. That's ridiculous. No, this is like WrestleMania. <laughs> so yeah. just say, I am like, no, man, we got to enjoy it for what it's worth. Let's not get like too into it. But I do think it's fantastic that now you have these really great storylines because you have these fantastic characters. The character development has been amazing. Kaitlyn Clark becoming like a star throughout the tournament, 240-plus point games, Mm -hmm. Uh, Magic Johnson and Steph Curry and all these stars remarking how great she is. And then LSU comes out, and you know they love to be the villain. And Jim Mulkey is a natural villain. Oh, my
1: goodness. She can't help but be a villain. Yeah.
0: And then you got your villain going up against the, I don't know, from, from our, all right And it can be more different. Yeah, I mean, both these teams and personalities, all that kind of stuff. I just think it's, I, I want to applaud the ladies. I think it's great. I do too. I think, I think it's it great.
1: Was, I think it was a great, great call. Um, I I have been following women's basketball. It, my son filled out a bracket. You know what I'm saying? Because we're into the game. We're always about it. So we've known about Caitlin Clark. For the last two years. We've known about these types of players. I remember when uh, Reese was at Maryland. She went to Maryland first. And she was telling people, you know, this is who I am. This is where I grew up. And I grew up on the court where you had to be able to talk trash. Hmm. That's what it's all about. And if you know anybody that plays a sport at a very high level, they talk trash. (laughs) Period. You may not like it. It may not be for you. And that's okay, But you don't you don't talk about other people and try to talk down on them because they can do something you can't. And that is the problem that I have with it, where everybody started really going after her for something that Caitlin Clark has done to many people. And here's the bottom line about it all. She didn't care. The people that are all upset and up up in arms, they weren't participating in that game. They didn't know what the backstory was. They didn't know about the mutual respect when they were playing against each other because they both are at the top of their games. As I just said, we talked about the 40-point games. That's great. She broke Cheryl Swoop's Mm -hmm. scoring record. But Angel Reese just had 34 double-doubles this year. Think about that. Talented. Talented, No question. And she fed to what people kept saying to her the entire year. Y'all together, ghetto. Y'all so this. Y'all so that. Man, whatever. They was hooping. And we got a chance to watch a basketball game, which this has taken so much away from them. Like, they both played great basketball games last night. And the one team got hot and the other team did not. And that's it. I, I watched the entire game. My family went to that game. We bought tickets to that game last night. Wow. They were in the house in, in, in and yeah. enjoying every minute of it. And I even got a text from my wife and she was like, why is everybody worried about what these two people are saying to each other? Because your wife played at a high level of soccer. My wife did too. Mm-hmm. They talk yeah. trash just as much as anybody else. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. That's yeah. part of it like with it, seeing
0: women talk trash makes some people uncomfortable. I think that's just fair to put out yeah. there. They're not used to it. And uh, these ladies, they they do it well. Yes. Right? They they do it. And like I said, I, I have no problem with it. I always said it. And <laughs> to your point about Caitlin Clark, this is kind of the 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 culture of basketball that she grew up in. It's like, hey, man, you just talk trash. is what you do. Yeah. I remember going to the 7 on 7s. Oh,
2: recently, man. Yeah.
0: And I remember telling her, I was like, Dude, this is way di- the trash talk culture exactly. with the young. Every time they they catch a pass or every time they do anything, they always got something to say or About a gesture everything. or yeah. something, <laughs> a celebratory move. I swear, I never did that. I right. knock down a pass, like I would go to my crew and then we, right. would, you know, we dap it up, we do something, and we had our limit. When I got to college, we'd have kind of the old school but We do it, a high five. We did a a, a, a leaping high five. Right. That was our thing. We'd make a play, leave a high five with each other. That was about it. Right. All right. dude the seven oh seven high school level. And you you yeah. you witnessed this. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable it's the trash talk going on. Correct. I would probably be in a couple of scuffles every time. It's a it's unbelievable. It's too easy. Constantly. Yeah, it's too
1: easy now yeah. because everybody has something to say. So
0: it is a there is a different culture For of sure. of the trash talk For that sure. obviously they're growing up in than the ones we grew up in. I like the <laughs> You know, there's a difference between taunting and stunting. Right? if, if hear about this. And, and you know, I can bring it back to a wrestling thing, because we just had WrestleMania. So I can bring it back to a wrestling uh reference. Ric Flair doesn't taunt. He stunts. Yeah. Cause that's who Ric Flair is.
1: That's who he is. All
0: right? Yeah. Like, like you know you know what I mean? It, it, it he's stunting. Yep. That's who you know what I mean it's stunting is a habit. That's yep. Ric Flair's a habit. It's habitual for him to stunt. I would say for still to this day still to this day, yeah, I would say for a lot of these athletes Kaden Clark and for Angel Reese, and I went and watched some clips of Angel Reese before she was going up against Kaden Clark. she just to tried to specify her kind of stun it was a taunt, but she does she she lets all of her opponents know, yeah. How she I'm a you know, boss. how she feels, yeah. yeah, and then I got she she lets all her opponents so She just got that's a trash talk culture going on there yeah. too. So both of these you young win ladies,
1: some, you lose some. Yeah, you exactly. You know what I'm saying? You win some, you lose some. But you know when it comes down to it, one of you are going to back it up. They again, they both played great during this game. So that's respect. But then there's also okay, let me give you a little bit of this because you've been doing it to everybody all season long. That's talking true. that trash. It's and true. now, all of a sudden, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun, right? And so now, all of a sudden, we win or they win, and you're like, oh man, I can't believe she did that. But it was, what's that song say? It's cool when they do it, but when I do it, it's a problem. I, I, I
0: honestly, either way, like I said, it is it is entertainment, people. So you can't 100%. take it too seriously. All right. Wow. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of y'all try to get political with this whole thing. Uh, but the truth is, it's, it, it's brilliant storylines. And yep. for in terms of bringing people to the game who normally wouldn't be uh, uh, attracted or interested in the game It's done a really good job So I'll applaud them for that uh, LSU ends up winning And Kim Oki wins I our fourth
1: yep. Fourth yep. national title As head yep. coach And that's the other in part In our second year That's the other too. part Like everybody's taking away the fact Because everybody wanted that That good wholesome story Of uh oh they slayed the giant LSU was, That was wholesome No I'm saying but I'm talking about Kim Mulkey. People didn't want Kim Mulkey to no, win. No, they don't like Kim Mulkey. They don't want Kim Mulkey to win. No. And she just goes out there and do her job. That's This is the, man, this is the main thing that you got to look at when you look at Kim Mulkey. She's a damn good coach. Oh, yeah. She wins, and she wants the best out of her players. She don't care where you come from. You're going to come to this court, and you're going to give me everything that you got. And if not, I'm going to demand it. And if you can't handle it, I ain't built for everybody. And she went out there and won in her second year. Let's not forget, two years ago, this team won nine games, bro. That's wild. They won nine games, and then last year they won 26, and this year she goes out there and wins the championship. And she was like, I don't know how we did it. We did it, but I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) I like your kill bogey there. I don't know how. Uh, but no, it's interesting
0: that it's, it's become such the uh, the hot topic. It is one of the biggest uh, sports stories the in, the country, yeah. in the country. And like I said, I, I applaud the ladies, man. They did a really good job of bringing women's basketball to the forefront, get people interested in the sport. Who gives a mm-hmm. damn how you do it? Right. Um, but they did it with great character development and storylines. Uh, they did. I mean, you, you had, got, like you, had you said, villains, you had villains, villains and heroes, and oh man, people yep. took sides. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Quickly, people's on Twitter. Keith Oberman. I mean, come on, <laughs> Keith Oberman's a grown I'm like, man. Is he Talk still about, around? What an effing idiot! I'm like, <laughs> bro, you couldn't have phrased that differently. Yeah, you were that passionate about it, but there you go. And you can bring yep. out that kind of passion. I-, I would phrase it differently. Like I said, <laughs> you could, right? You could have said, uh, yeah, I guess the class is thing is the best way to go. But I don't understand how it's classes. I, I really don't either.
1: Don't. I don't either. I really don't get the. I think What people are really the most that they're upset about is that she walked around the court. She did. She
0: did follow her. Yeah, she did follow. You know what? Let's hear from Kaitlyn Clark because she is the one that was being, I guess, taunted. Uh, By the way, she does a lot of taunting. Yeah, she was just on the other foot this time, and uh, she was on the other end of it by Angel Reese. She was asked about. The taunting thing, period, mm-hmm. and all the you know the extra showmanship during the games, which she herself has become famous for, and everybody loved her for it. By the way, um, she was asked about it. Here is what she had to say in her response.
2: Our final question to the left. I Caleb Jackleader with KCRG. I remember a couple months back, you said people need to play with that fire. I play with that fire, and now here we are at the national championship game. Social media is buzzing over the quote unquote two best trash talkers in the country, mm-hmm. you and Angel Reese. I presume you view that actually as a positive thing, not a negative thing, playing with passion. Do you view it as a good thing for this game?
3: Absolutely. I think I view, you know, matchups that people get really excited about as a really good thing for this. For this game, I think that's what excites people and gets them to the TV. But when they turn the TV on, they understand it's not an individual game. It wasn't Caitlin versus Leo. We weren't even mashed up against each other at all. Um, it's not going to be Caitlin versus Angel. That's not what's going to win a national championship, but that's what gets them excited about watching the game. Um, so I think more than anything, you know, people are starting to understand women can play with, you know, excitement and a passion and a fire about themselves. And, um, you know, that's what's fun. That's-
0: there you go. Yeah. No, she- She said, basically, I endorse this. Yes. This is my style of play. I want everybody to be playing like this. Exactly. And I got to tell you, if everybody's playing like that, women's basketball probably would be a lot more interesting. (laughs) Because they'd be better players, but also you get a lot of trash talk. I love trash talk, by the way. And by the way, I remember Kobe Bryant saying that LeBron James didn't like the trash talk. And he always thought it was weird. It was weird.
1: Yeah, and he, he's a he, that always talk, dude. He
0: always said that. He said, man, he said he never met a, a great star that didn't like the trash talk because when you're that much better than everybody else, <laughs> why not taunt them? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, but LeBron James, he said LeBron James didn't like the trash talk. It just wasn't something LeBron liked to do. Uh, Kobe, Kobe loves to trash talk. He got Kobe, you know, he, it would basically motivate him for others yeah. to trash talk him. The same thing with MJ. I don't think MJ was trying to taunt people as much as he wanted. He wanted fuel. He really wanted to. He destroy wanted fuel. Him. He wanted chip on. He wanted a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And at times he wanted to kind of fuel that motivational currency, and he would, you know, stockpile as much of it as he could. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's a little bit different. I think it's. You know, I don't have no problem with it. The refs. If the refs have a problem with it, then they should... Ah, by the way, the refs are a big part of this conversation. I know. If you want to talk about the refs and how bad they were, they did call, was it 37 fouls? Yeah,
1: it was, it was bad.
0: Yeah, they called 37 fouls in, in the matchup. Uh, hell, LSU did hit 11 of 17 from three, though. And shoot... Thank you. you no, know, over 54% from the field. Yep. That's a big part of it. But yes, refs played a big role in it with the 37 fouls. Um, we're, you know, I, I, I'm the storylines. I talk about storylines. That's what I'm into. I, that was a great storyline. Hell, John Cena was even talking about it because yeah. she was doing what Kaelin Clark's. Now, Kaelin Clark's You Can't See Me uh, hand gesture or celebratory move is actually there's a there's a I think my man Zay did a great job, too. because I think he was referencing this. You talked about it too hard. It goes way, way back. It goes back. So John Cena was on, I think, with Jimmy Kimmel. It was Jimmy Kimmel. All right, yep. and he talked about this. I don't know, this clip was from a, from a while ago. It actually wasn't. Because he from, was wearing a super yeah, hero outfit. <laughs> well, he's got a show on HBO Max. Can't mm. think of the name of it. I'm sure you, Patrick, you might Peace know Yes, thank you very much. Um, and I've actually watched the first season. I don't know if they got the second season yet. I watched the first It wasn't bad at all. He's great. I think he's good. But either way, he was being asked about his the the move that at least a celebratory gesture that he's become famous for the you can't see me thing, which Caitlin Clark did and which obviously she was taunted with by Angel Reese. Here is his explanation of the background and the Genesis for it uh, himself and how he came up with it.
3: Developed a special maneuver in the WWE called the, you can't see me in which I put my hand in front of my face and say, you can't see me. And the reason I did this is because while we were making the album, to which my uh, theme music is on. My younger brother, Sean, was always our litmus test. Uh, he kind of liked the same music and he would never go to the studio with us so we'd come home with our tracks and we'd play it for him and he was ruthless, man. He, wouldn't, he would never be satisfied with any song. And he heard The Time Is Now and just did this dance that Tony Yeo did in one of the G-Unit videos. It was like he put his hand over his head and just kind of like Bob his head like that. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. And yeah. I was like, man, what are you doing? That looked like just ridiculous. He's like, no, no, man, this is Tony A.O. Dance is doing this thing. And I'm like, I'll do it on TV. And he's like, I dare you to do it on TV. Little did he know I'll do this on TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. And it was
1: before ahead. then.
3: dare John So, C. basically, then. basically, uh, on a dare, by absolute chance, I went out there and I figured this wasn't visible enough, so I wanted to do this. And the term "you can't see me" is like, well, you're not even on my level. There you go. There it is.
1: Yeah, yo, yeah, yo.
3: Tony, Tony
1: yeah, yo. G Unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean
0: that's a G Unit is a 50 <laughs> Cent rap group that he famously was a part of. Uh, after you know, obviously he was a independent artist, but he was a part of the rap group G Unit, where he had Ye, Tony, yeah, yo. Oh man, who was the West Coast dude? The Game.
1: Oh yeah. The Game, Game was in yeah. it. And I, so was uh, Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. Yeah, Lloyd Banks. <laughs> Lloyd Banks. Lloyd <laughs> Remember Lloyd Banks? I do remember Lloyd Banks. Yeah, he was part of the crew.
0: Oh man, yeah, G unit. Man, I don't And get... Young Buck. You're right. Forgot about Buck. Young Buck about yeah. that. Man, I guess, I guess it was a deeper unit than I thought. G unit. <laughs> I guess G <gee>,
2: unit
0: <laughs> It was a deeper unit than I initially thought. Yeah. Uh there you go. So that's the background on it. I yep. mean now Tony Yeo's because Tony Yeo's been, been in Googled. A conversation,
1: again. <laughs> yeah. He ain't
0: been Googled he's, he's trending again. He's like, Oh dude, why am, am I trending? trending? <laughs> People yeah. thought Tony Yeo got killed or something. Tony Yeo did no, 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 no. People just do a little background on what happened with Tony Yeo. Love it. Uh, all right. Oh, okay, we'll come back. We'll get into some NFL news, notes, and nuggets on the other side because uh, Peter King has made um, a, a strange and wild accusation about what the uh, the Texans may or may not do in the NFL draft with that second overall pick. We'll also talk about uh, who is the favorite for the uh, Cowboys' 26th overall pick. We'll do that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104. Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a smooth, soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. Uh, usually intended to sue the tortured soul of sports fans who a uh, team may have had a rough weekend. Um, but, I mean, that was probably just Astros fans. Go uh, Astros! Astros. Oh,
1: Texas baseball. Texas baseball did not have rough a rough weekend. weekend.
0: Yeah, that was a little rough weekend there. Uh, losing the series to Oki State. Uh, Got a bounce back, though, game coming up tomorrow. That's right. For uh, for Texas baseball. What were your thoughts about the uh, mm-hmm. Texas-Oklahoma State matchup?
1: Well, it's like anything else when the same situation that I was talking to you about before, if you can't put drive runs in when runners are in scoring position, it's going to come back to haunt you. And then you get a clutch situation where you have base, bases loaded mm-hmm. and nobody out and you can't get a run across the plate. <laughs> That that is going to wear on you, but let's not forget this team won 16 games in a row. Um, 16, they, <clears throat> right? They moved themselves into the rankings. They've done a really good job. Mm. It's just situational stuff that they're going to have to continue to work on, and I'll talk touch on it a little bit in the Hard Knocks life as well.
0: Yeah, I uh, figured you would, but I just want to give people a little sneak yeah. peek there, talking about uh, Texas baseball. Uh, shout out to the Texas Rangers, though.
1: The Rangers 3 and 0 over the weekend.
0: How many teams are 3 and 0? Like three? Three teams. Three teams are 3 yeah.
1: 0 in Major League Baseball right now. And the now? Rangers are one of them. And that yeah. was after everybody was lighting oh, us up I, on I the opening day. <laughs> like it's opening day. And you go going to tell me that it's over? nothing's over. No, no, no. That, uh, <laughs> down,
0: down five runs exactly. in the fourth inning of game one to open up the season. Had Rangers fans pretty Same low. Same old Rangers. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of angst on the Specs text line. Turns out, Man, Rangers. And I would say you pointed out, also you and Chipper had a conversation about it when you brought Chipper on the show, Chipper Jones on the show, uh, that y'all think the Rangers are going to surprise some people. Well, surprise.
1: The surprise,
0: hey. And they can hit. It's a long season, but surprise. And they can hit. Yeah, they can hit, no doubt. They can hit. And the pitching is going to get better. Yeah,
1: it's going to definitely get better. I I was talking to a, a baseball friend of mine yesterday, and I was bringing up the fact, I said, DeGrom's first start was against a team that knew him. It was against the Phillies. Phillies yeah. represented the the National League and the World Series. They played against each other. They played against each other a lot because they were in the same division. It's real. So then you start looking at it. When they start facing other teams that have never seen him before, it's going to be a different story. They had a book on them already. So they understood the assignment when they got to the plate. So there's, yeah. there's a difference when those types of things. And for Corey Seager last year – He was new to the American League. They were playing in shifts. His average was down last year because of that. So now he's adjusted to the league. The league's seen him, and now he's gonna start going again. And so things are changed.
0: Yeah, Degrom's the, the not gonna have a performance worse than that. No,
1: <laughs> no.
0: It's only gonna get it's better it's gonna get better. better for y'all. That's right. That's uh, right. But no, yeah, man. Rangers fans, uh, they're on cloud nine right now, feeling real good about the way they perform at the Gulf. At the Gulf. Uh, all right. Uh, Specs X line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. Uh, man, Harge is at Hardball, Harge in Twitterverse. Patrick Davis, the real MVP. At it's Patrick Davis in Twitterverse. And I'm at into the universe. All right, gentlemen, how about this story? Peter King um pointed this out in his Football Morning in America column. And I guess Patrick won't get freaked out because he's a former Texans fan. <laughs> but as a Texans fan, it freaks me out just a little bit just to hear this. So. Um, He's basically, I'll read the excerpt here. He said the Texans, he said, we're all operating under the belief the Texans will pick a quarterback that Carolina leaves for them. I'm 90% on board with that. The Texans also picked 12th. He said with that pick and two first round picks next year, is it impossible to think they take the, the cleanest prospect in this draft? Alabama pass rusher Will Anderson at two and get their quarterback slightly lower somewhere around the 4th pick or after. He said I think the Texans are going to go quarterback at 2, but in the last few days I've heard this about Nick Osirio: very conservative. If he doesn't love a quarterback at 2, he's not going to force it. He'd rather take this year's sure thing, which they're saying basically like last year's Aiden Hutchinson would be Will Anderson. He said it's a he talked he said he talked to One league personnel, man, quote, it's a stretch, but I could see Nick taking Anderson, then using his second first round pick and trading back up to get his quarterback. Um, Patrick, you actually pointed this out, too. It's one of your theories you had back then that made me really uncomfortable. Not going to lie. That the Texans could decide to go conservative here and just. And but that I think we were talking about maybe they were getting a free agent quarterback then potentially yeah, that, that with was, that theory. It, yeah. But this is a different theory, I guess. But basically saying they they may not take the value of whoever quarterback drops to them at two. They may decide take what they think is a better value with Will Anderson and then drop down or tr- drop down and trade back up potentially to get their quarterback, which I think would be a horrendous disaster. But it's the Texans. So, all options are open to be the ultimate fuster cluck of a franchise.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is, and I I don't know if he's got new information or if it's the same information that's been there the whole time, which is, we want to draft defense, we love defense, we think Will Anderson's really good, or we think Jalen Cart, we think whoever's really good, and we don't like any of these quarterbacks, really. We just don't, and I don't think we ever are going to like a quarterback. I, like, I, I'm pretty sold Nick Casario wants like a Mac Jones. like He wants that quarterback who's not great, and the rest of the team will say, well, we don't want that guy. So I don't know if they're ever going to really love a quarterback until he gets there and plays for them. <laughs> it just doesn't seem Good like this, this team likes quarterbacks. <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, I thought they could have gone after Jimmy G and then drafted, running, and drafted two guys, defensive players this year, and basically say, well, we're going to draft offense next year, but we're going to fix our defense first. That would have worked. Jimmy but, G in, but Jimmy meantime, G, we knew that well, he, nah, yeah. you know, he, he wants to
0: play wants to be he wants to be more than a bridge quarterback and a stop. Well, yeah. We know and the that, Raiders. Now
2: all the rumors yeah. are they're drafting a quarterback with seven because he's a so bridge quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 So it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what he that's why he didn't want to come. But to the Texans. It, that's that is what I've said for Dave I'm not going to say I'm going back to the Texans until they don't do something stupid like this and go, oh, we'll take Hen and hooker at oh, at 12. And uh, we'll just hope that his knee gets better. And he's he's already twenty five. And I like I think Hendon Hooker is a good pick. I don't think he's a good pick at twelve.
0: Yeah, the fans will riot. Even if you trade back up to get Will Levis, who some people are saying Ugh. he'll be there. That's, I, I,
2: I think that's more of a right than Hendon Hooker, because Will Levis is. You're like we're basing this off of a level of play that doesn't match. Like we don't know what he can do. We we really don't. We know he has the arm talent, but he could be a gigantic bust. He could be a star. But I think his I think he's one of those guys where his his floor is way below where anybody else's floor is.
0: Yeah, and to that point, Peter King had another uh, I guess report hmm. within his Football Morning in America. This one has to do with the Panthers with the number one overall pick. Apparently, they are still conflicted as an organization. How about this? This is what Peter King says in his uh, Football Morning in America column. He said um, about. Frank Reich and his I don't know preference about the height of his quarterbacks mm-hmm. in terms of whether he likes Bryce Young or not. Quote, um, he said, uh, "You're <laughs> you're the one who started that." He's talking about people's I don't know the belief that he's all about big quarterbacks. Hey, Frank said that to Peter King at the league meetings about his quarterback height thing. Um, Reich's been a QB coach, coordinator, or head coach for 17 years, and in all but six of those. 17 years his quarterback was six four or taller. Um he said he told Peter King quarterback is not really uh, height is not really a thing for him at quarterback. So five ten Bryce Young or 6'3 six, six, uh, CJ Stroud, not much of a difference unless they're looking at it obviously based on their own evaluate independent independent evaluation. He's but Peter King says a one time long long time friend, all right, sorry, one long time friend, not one time, one long time friend, uh Frank Reich told him that the height thing is legit with Frank Reich, And though Reich hasn't told him so, um, this friend would be surprised if Young were Frank Reich's top choice. Reich's not saying. Uh, the other thing I hear is several influential voices within the organization favor Bryce Young, including the owner. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Because a lot of people think the ownership favors Bryce Young and management does, but... Not Frank Reich. So they could go either way, or at least they're leaving the door wide
2: open. They could yeah. go either way. We, I mean, we who, has
1: the cl- who has the clear vote, though?
2: Yeah, wh- uh, the, the ownership. Owner. And, uh, yeah. hey, yeah. Well, I can tell you who did not have the clear vote in Indianapolis. Yep, Frank Reich. Frank Reich did not yeah, have exactly. – I don't know if he had a vote at all in Indy. That's true. I mean, he, he probably did for Carson Wentz, but after that, I don't think he had any vote. Carson so.
1: Wentz would be the only one that I would say that he did have a vote for because he had a previous relationship yeah. with him. And they walk together, right? You know what I'm saying. They walk the same type yep. of lifestyle. So yep. when I look at that, and I say, "Who has the final say?" And if the owner is the one that's gonna have that final say, uh, you are gonna get yourself something. and you might be getting Bryce Young. Yeah, uh, I, I think
0: you know. I, but sometimes the owners will let the guy they hire to do the job do
2: the job. I got you. Some owners, do some that. do, some do. And sometimes Some. those are new, <laughs> the more the more successful owners. I agree. They are. But again, if the GM wants Bryce Young and the owner wants J- Bryce Young yeah. and the coach wants CJ Stroud. It's like th- I mean then then he goes, I'm trusted the GM that I hired. And he and everybody else says they want to go with Bryce Young, he's a better quarterback. And my coach is the only one who wants him and that's just cuz he doesn't like short guys.
0: And by the way, these reports were one and two in Peter King's Football Morning right. in America. Right. So something tells me they might be somewhat related, <laughs> very similar. All right, when so, you start looking at it, uh, maybe he's hearing that the Texans like Bryce Young too. Yeah, right. And if the Panthers like Bryce Young, and he and they like Bryce Young, and they you know C.J. Stroud is the guy that's like, well, yeah, I'll take C.J. Stroud, but I don't love C.J. Stroud. Right. Right. Then I wonder if they'll think about going defense, going back to Patrick's theory, go defense, and then look to I don't know, compile more of your picks next year and say, We're going all in next year, it's gonna get the number one overall pick, which
1: I your chances of being that high why again. Why, or,
0: it just goes back to why didn't you just trade up to go get that exactly. Pick? And you still can, by the way.
1: Yeah,
2: there's still okay. time. If yep. you
0: really love Bryce Young that much, yep. go fight for her. Yeah. Sorry, that's, that's what women would say, right? If you, is, like, that, <laughs> is that
1: who you love?
0: If you really, go fight
1: for her. It sounds you, like a scene from a yeah, movie. It's a
0: romantic comedy, <laughs> Texans. If you that's really love her that much, go fight for her, <laughs> damn it. Give up those picks. I'm just you know, what are you doing? Why are you <laughs> go fight for her? Know, don't settle. Yes, yes. You tell your friends at all, don't settle, man. Don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Go get th- your soulmate. So, so so what you're saying is all settle. draft
2: night. If they're if Texas are pick two, we I don't need a camera of the Panthers war room when they draft Bryce Young. <laughs> I don't need that picture. No, I want the, the video of the Texans, of the Texans yes. draft room when they draft whoever a quarterback and we see them elated or devastated. Ding, 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 ding. Because right now they're rolling the dice. This is like well, they're playing we know, roulette here. CJ Stroud yes. is roulette. meeting with the <laughs> Texans on Wednesday of this week. He is going to Houston to meet with the Texans. So maybe after Wednesday they have a great meeting and they feel better about it and then the reports change. Or maybe Wednesday they feel worse about it and the reports yeah. go yeah. further. We because. I, again I, I I'm with you I think Bryce Young is the guy that most most people would want they're coveting him. Amen. And it's and but that's not and it's not 100% a football decision there. I think the media has not talked about CJ Stroud at all. He has basically been an afterthought. It was it was Bryce Young and Will Levis and now it's Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. And those are the only guys who get talked. CJ Stroud still has not really been a big talking point. So if you're an owner or if you're a guy who's just We're focused, if you're looking at, like, oh, I want a star, C.J. Stroud right now has zero star attraction because you're like, dude, you're you're clearly the second-best quarterback in this draft, and still nobody cares. No, you're right. right. There's more talk about uh, Bryce Young's height. No, they're talking about Hinton Hooker today. Hinton Hooker. Who's twenty five years old with a torn ACL and they're still like now nah, we're gonna talk about him before CJ Stroud. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I, look,
0: like I said I I, I like both C, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. I think there's a precipitous drop off after those two guys, and I'll, I'll I prefer Bryce Young over CJ Stroud, but there's still a lot of questions about his height and really less about his height than how slight he is as a player overall in his frame, but. Yeah, if you're the Texans and if like if you are if Bryce go Young Pfeiffer. go fight for go fight for him. What are you do it? You got the picks, you got two first round picks this yeah, year, yeah. two first round picks next year. Just go. Just just give the Panthers what they want. The Panthers that's all they want. They basically want you cuz I don't think the Panthers really know who they want. That's this the report is indicating that. And from the get go that has been pretty much the reports coming out of Carolina. Oh, management wants one thing and the coaches want another thing. Well, Go get your guy and then let the Panthers let them be the team that decides to settle on what quarterback. It, it, I'll they tell you get. this.
2: If you draft Will Anderson number two, I expect before pick twelve oh. the Lamar Jackson trade to be announced, and that's the quarterback you were going after. It won't happen, but that was what I would expect if you took a quarterback too. <laughs> we're not then you don't like a rookie quarterback. Go get a guy who's a former that, MVP that, and have that your would, fun.
0: That would be Nick Casario's, uh version of the Kobe special for the to Texans fan base. Yep. If he t- took Will Anderson at number two overall and then, then trade him, everybody excommunicated him and decided, you know what? Nah, man, that guy, we he needs to be fired on the spot. And then he traded for Lamar Jackson. We're like, okay, you know what? It's right, okay. Okay, I, I like the way he worked that. I, worked at. I like I
1: the way you worked I that. Like I like that. He that. He doing that did good This guy's a Maverick,
0: man. He works
1: outside the You know what I'm saying? He's a
0: Maverick. It's what this guy does, man. She's <laughs> working outside the line like that I love it uh, Alright we come back uh, We'll get into the flex On the other side Right here on Ball Don't Lie 104.9 The mm, Horn
3: Maybe I'm a fool
0: Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie Right here on one hundred and forty-nine The Horn soul. Smooth Soul Monday, edition of Ball Don't Lie. Oh, man. Intended to sue the tortured soul of sports fans who may have had a tough weekend. Um, Texas baseball. that uh, That's you I'm talking about. Texas uh, Texas baseball. Texas softball,
1: too. Yeah. Texas the softball had a tough weekend. They went weekend. above the Red River. Oh. And
0: things
2: didn't go well.
0: Man, well, damn, somebody Oklahoma.
2: Yeah. Well, Oklahoma softball is that's who did well, them in the national true. championship that's last true.
0: year. That's true. good point. They're a powerhouse. That's yeah. a p- great point. Uh, but still, uh rough weekend for them. R- rough weekend for the Astros as well. Um I Patrick doing a great job for a, a Smooth Soul Mondays. Who was that by the way? Franklin. I want to make sure.
1: That's what I thought. That's what I thought, too.
0: Show sounded like him. A- yeah, it did.
1: It show did.
0: <laughs> and you sure sound like Coach Terry. We're
1: going to get into Coach Terry in a little bit. Uh,
0: yeah, we will get into Coach Terry. We got some Coach Terry sound, actually. Uh, Coach Terry setting the record straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that coming up a little bit later on. Uh, but let's get into the Flex, FLX FLXATX, uh, on all of your social media platforms, FLXATX.com. Um, go there and check out. Uh, got some great content up there for you. Uh, remember, the still got the, the the kinfolk uh, still got the uh, Nico Hamilton uh, Wednesday Night Flex show up there for you. If you want to go check that out, uh, that's podcasted already. Uh, also, actually, they got uh, all, uh, a couple of the Flex shows uh, yep. up there for you, the most recent ones. Even the one uh, they had with Bryce Hager. Got to throw that out there, too. That's yep. up there for you as well if you want to go check that out. Also, go to flxatx.com, flxatx on all of your social media platforms. Go check out all the great content uh, they got up there for you. Um, okay, uh, coming up a little bit later on, we'll get to Matt but later on next segment, we're gonna get to some Texas Spring football nuggets and mm-hmm. updates. There's some scrimmage uh, items we'll get to. A lot of great reports coming out about the Texas uh, Spring football scrimmage. My man Harge got a chance to hang out with uh, Sark a little bit over the weekend. Yeah, uh, yep. my man uh, got because I, uh, uh, right, didn't Tyler Campbell have Tyler Campbell had his, his event, uh, event this weekend? And uh, had
1: a lot of long life, lifetime longhorns. I was going to long, say, long, there was the only one that was missing <laughs> was my man Rob B. Yeah, man. <laughs> Be, I
0: went the last couple of years yeah. I couldn't make it uh, this weekend because I, 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 I had other plans. Yeah. Really, not my plans, but
1: plans. Yeah, I, I don't I, get, I, we understand.
0: I'm in a democracy these there days. You I don't go. get to make my own decisions all the time. Yeah, but I missed uh, the yeah. last
1: couple of years too because it was of the fact great, we though. were out of town for my son's events. Yeah. I was always missing it because of that. And this year was the first time that he was actually playing in town. So we had an opportunity to go right over after it. it that is Fantastic. a first-class event. It really is, and we'll yeah. talk about it a little bit more because you're right. There were a ton of former Longhorns that were in the house. It's always Hall great. of Famers. Yeah, Hall of Fame. Uh, gold, that, jackets. And and just, yeah. gold jackets. They was walking with their gold jackets on. Yeah,
0: no, it is. It's it yeah. really is one of those events where you kind of walk around with your mouth open the whole time in awe. Uh, cuz you no end doubt. up like just cuz you end up like eating and or uh, grabbing oh a drink God. and then you bump bump into our back to back with a hall of famer and yeah. you're just
1: like, "Oh, wow. Okay, okay. it's this, you, huh?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is yeah. what you look like up close. Uh yeah, yeah. no.
0: It's a, it's a really really great event. We'll get some more details about it. Uh and like I said I'm sad I'm sad I missed it. I went the last couple of years, couldn't make it this week. Uh but my man Harris went there and yep. he got a chance to rub some shoulders. I did. Um uh, and nobody rubs shoulders better than my man Harris. <laughs> uh <laughs> even if that sounds creepy, that's not the way I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come right back. We'll get to so we'll go behind the burnt orange curtain, talk some Texas football right here on, uh, on Ball Don't Lie. A wonderful. Night.